episode six. What up? Sounds like Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. Yeah, you've had that for a couple of years now, right? Yeah, man. It was an ex-girlfriend's present to me when things were good. You didn't burn that one, huh? Nah. I was like, it's <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> it's fresh. Adidas. Exclusive. Yeah, buddy. So now we're already up to episode six yeah, man. of the Terrible Reception Podcast. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Thank you guys for sticking around. Six episodes in. We are trying to provide you guys with more consistent content. So yeah. we are recording this episode several days after episode five. Yeah, man. So hopefully we can get this to you guys a lot quicker because uh, we have a couple loyal listeners uh, that have been asking for more consistency from us. So we're doing our best. You know, we're working on uh, a lot of new music, yeah. uh, some YouTube videos, and we're also working on the podcast as well. So, you know, we kind of have our hands full at the moment, but we're trying to we're trying to bang it out. Content and quality all day. Yeah, man. So uh, let's get the intros in. Yeah. I am Jay Suarez of Benetton. Oh, damn. You <laughs> called me to it. I was just going to say Parlay today. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Parlay. And you guys are definitely tuned in to Terrible Reception Podcast. Yes. Sir, so you wanted to record this episode one day earlier, yeah, than I had anticipated. So I felt like I felt like it, you know, the the energy was good. Let's keep it moving. That's true. We always have something great to uh, discuss. I can't be mad at that. So, um, so you're gonna be leading this one, yeah, man. I'm going to go through my list of topics and I'll jump in whenever I see fit. Okay, so cool. Um, I want to start off. I know I've approached a couple in the past, but I wanted to know what was your insight on fad diets, on health in general, <laughs> and um, you, you know, it's funny. I was going to ask you about this the last episode. And I oh, really? Forgot. Oh, that's crazy. I was going to ask you. Actually, you lead the way because you're on the keto diet right now, right? Yeah, I'm on the keto, but I still mm-hmm. want to get like your insight on mm-hmm. like you know. I'll, I'll give my two cents. I want Go you. To, I want you to run it just a little bit. But what do you want me to say? I just want to say what's what's your what's your um basically your perspective on mm-hmm. like these different diets and these different um I guess like ways of life you know people mm-hmm. pick uh, picked up um, vegan became really popular mm-hmm. um, it was really just like an underground culture in the beginning because it was too much for a lot of people yeah uh, we come from the 90s again where there used to be milk ads mm-hmm. and to say you know it was healthy for your body and now you're hearing. The complete, part of the pyramid <laughs> exactly so i'm saying it is now it's the complete opposite yeah. um again I, I just i just want your take on your way of life how how yeah. you eat and everything else just like i mean i've been the older i get the more i want to get into something a little more serious like mm-hmm. i see you doing the keto thing i've heard the keto thing before yeah. and i want to try it okay. um in a couple weeks i plan on doing it uh maybe in like a week or so i'm gonna try it nice. um just kind of to restart my body as far as you know just flushing myself out um oh you want to give the listeners a hint of why you're waiting (laughs) i didn't want to say it but okay my birthday's next week this guy's birthday's coming up so i was afraid that i was gonna uh relapse aquarian (laughs) season is upon you yes winter (laughs) is fucking here (laughs) you can tell always when our birthdays come up it's like the devil comes up he's like you know what let's turn up this cold (laughs) Let me put my jacket on. Yeah, home. you want to go to the club? Forget about it tonight, buddy. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that's basically why I didn't want to start it before. And I also wanted to get more information on it. 
yeah. um, and to see what your results were because you've yeah, been yeah. on it for what three weeks now, two and a half weeks about three weeks. And you're going pretty strong, yeah, man. And you're always like that though. You're like very like I try to. Is when it, you go on to something, you're like very gun ho about it. Gun ho. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of more like um, what do you call it? It's like it shows my patience with things. It shows like my persistence. It's something. It's more like for myself. It's like something that I value to say that I can stick to something like because mm-hmm. I have people that like take me out sometimes they're like oh I forget about that just eat that for now you'll get back to it tomorrow I'm like nah I'm sticking to it and uh I don't know I think there's a lot of extremes mm-hmm. to these lifestyles and I also think that there's a lot of benefits mm-hmm. and if you um kind of like take everything with a grain of salt mm-hmm. even though it has to do with food <laughs> um I think it's good you know no salt around here no salt around here <laughs> so um I guess my perspective is I don't really have one but I do I have been cutting down a lot on carbs because I'm a, like a carby barbie yeah. when it comes to stuff like well you've that. mentioned to me also <laughs> that you've you've gone from a household that drank regular milk all yeah, the time yeah. mm-hmm. and for the past what three years yeah I or say more last two three years we haven't had any like almond milk milk at all we've had almond milk we've had coconut milk now do you see any change in any parts of your body like they say that milk or dairy usually in any diet can add inflammation mucus all these things so i is there any change that you see do you feel better do you just Mm. like the taste in general well i don't even drink milk at all to be honest with you okay um you were never one of those guys not really Mm -hmm. i mean i would have my my bowl of cereal here and there but that's like once in a blue maybe once every three weeks now are you the type also to like uh i mean i know you have dairy in other Mm -hmm. forms just cheese just cheese (laughs) yeah ice cream here and there but that's about it okay i don't i don't i don't really consume a lot of dairy um carbs are my thing now was it because because was it a lifestyle change like was it somebody that initiated in your household or was it you that said you know like i think it was my mom my okay. mom had like a midlife crisis i think she might have watched something on fate on fable <laughs> she must have found something on fable where yeah. she was like and i think also with my grandmother passing i think she wanted to like change something up she tried yeah. uh being a vegetarian for a bit and mm-hmm. then she relapsed and then she's been on it for like good two years now I noticed because like all around the world is like different things because your family is Dominican, my Mm -hmm. family's French. And I noticed in France, um, especially when you go into a lot of the, if it's not a big city, if it's a little village, like everybody's still stuck on like, you know, meat, dairy, like, and the thing is, I think it's a higher grade and better quality of produce and meats and stuff like that. But at the same time, nobody, there's not a lot of health food places where you're like, oh, I'm going to go get a you know a shot of wheatgrass i'm gonna do this i feel like it's more of an american-based thing Mm -hmm. because we do live in a climate where sometimes you don't know where things are coming from or we're the only country that's heavy on gmos and all Mm -hmm. that so yeah (laughs) yeah it makes sense because it's like the healthy restaurants that you find around here um how healthy are you are like a norm over by you right exactly your country and stuff so um so yeah and it's also expensive too like over here um even if you go to like i know it's not the best place but like a mcdonald's and you decide to go for a salad instead the salad's like eight nine bucks as opposed to like a cheeseburger that's a dollar it's crazy (laughs) like the mystery meat it's crazy (laughs) so even if you wanted to eat healthy take a and i say this with very heavy quotations healthier option at a mcdonald's it's not affordable you know what i mean and even then like it's not there's not much in that healthy option like you said exactly i don't know there's the lesser of two evils yeah yeah. okay that's that's cool that's cool yeah man but you know we, we we try at my house um 
but like I said, the mo the most thing for me is like carbs. Okay. I'm heavy on carbs, so I've been yeah, that, trying to cut down on it. That's why I approached the keto <coughs> diet, and I have to say, in the beginning, it was really tough. Um, especially with the keto diet, I'm more on a scientific level. Is basically you cut carbs and you mm -hmm. cut sugar, right. and then your body goes into this thing they call the keto flu, where it's like you're drained because your body is live literally living off the last carbs and sugar in your body and if you have what they call like a fatty liver uh it starts breaking down that so it's like once you clear your liver uh your liver you go into ketosis which is basically uh within your blood there's ketones and it recognizes instead of eating the instead of using the carbs and all that to burn energy you start burning fat Mm -hmm. So that's why you introduce fat into your diet. There's like 90% fat in keto. Yeah. So if I wake up, I'm eating eggs, bacon, avocado, like healthy fats. You're using coconut oils. You're mm -hmm. using like ghee butters, which are like top grade butters and all that stuff. You know, then when we go mm -hmm. get Indian food, they put it on the non bread. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. Um, that's what intrigued me about this is like you're cutting carbs, but yeah. you can still have bacon. And it's so <laughs> crazy. Like you would think like, oh my God, I'm just going to get fat. But it's like. I've seen in the past two weeks, um, there's another thing too, like I changed my salt hmm. and my salt used to be like regular salt, but I tried Himalayan pink salt and that gets me less bloated in the face because your face, um, basically you're not retaining water the way you used to. Hmm. So like a lot of the time when we eat carbs, it like keeps the water and the salt in our body. Hmm. So we look more bloated in the face and this and that. And then I realized, like, there's a, you know, I'm, I'm hearing other people in my family say, like, yeah, you look a little less bloated, this and there in my stomach, whatever. So when you do work out on keto, it, like, burns the fat, the fat. double time. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of people, even within the two weeks, have a lot of results. Yeah. So and that's a, that's another reason why I wanted to approach that, too, because I want to see, like, rapid results. Yeah, yeah. Um, not in, like, one, from one day to the next, but two weeks, mm. that would be great, you know? Because yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that will motivate me to keep going. You true, know? true, Once true. I see results, and once you get... Because they say, what, to break a habit, you need to, like, what, go for, like, a week or two? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So to break a habit or get into a habit of something better, um, you have to go to, like, two weeks, I think it yeah, is, yeah. To, to replace that. But I'm um, just glad that the world kind of, like, whatever you guys do, you know, um, I think <coughs> health is wealth. Mm-hmm. And we all have come to realize that we've lost, we're losing too many people yeah. to like ridiculous things because we just go off the far end and we're like, mm -hmm. oh, life is short. I'll eat how I want. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it makes it even shorter. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, that's the, the keto thing, man. And um, you have anything else? <laughs> yeah, I said like basically I'm, I'm going to try it. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm going to continue with it. I don't think mm -hmm. I'm going to stick on like it's not something I see. It's not something I think you should stick on forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people say, like, if it works for you, why would you change would it? You change, yeah. But, like, I would still introduce things back. I don't think I would mm -hmm. just be going too heavy with carbs and this and that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. I think anything in moderation is okay for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you, like, overdose on anything, it's bad for you. Yeah, yeah. Eat too much carbs, you end up with diabetes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You end up, uh, you eat too much red meat, your stomach is no bueno. You're like... <laughs> You're like, damn, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, my body my body tells me things, though, because I notice when I eat, let's say, way too much red meat or way too much of anything, my stomach is just like, yo, slow the fuck down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's when I'm like, okay, I'm I need to sure cut down something. Siri, Whoa. mind your business, bro. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Siri, chill out. Understand. <laughs> so, Thank God. Check out Terrible Reception Podcast, Siri. You're so, gonna Siri, like what I was saying was <laughs> that... 
my body lets me know when I'm yeah. overdoing it on something. Exactly. You know, and I try I try to moderate myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. try not to be heavy on too many things, but the nature of my job kind of like not that it forces me, but it makes it very difficult for me to stick to anything because gotcha. I'm always on the road. Yeah, yeah. I'm always out. Well, the thing like about that, keto, so. what you're going to realize is that when you eat, like I, I, I've always kind of eaten like two meals out of the day, mm -hmm. but like that first meal, like since you're not burning carbs anymore, your body really sticks to that protein all day. You're mm -hmm. not hungry like you used to be. Uh -huh. So like you're holding on to that breakfast and it's giving you energy. I got you. So like when you're doing like the bulletproof coffees and stuff like yeah. that, it's like one, your brain's awake. Mm -hmm. You're going to get this like uh, euphoric feeling of mm -hmm. like, I'm aware, like I got a good night's sleep. Yeah. But that's what, that's another thing. I guess I could add that to the list of things that makes me want to do it because sometimes I wake up no mm -hmm. matter how many amount how many hours I sleep I still wake up tired. Yeah, yeah, it's it really gets rid of uh, that brain fog mm -hmm. that a lot of people get, and that's one thing. I had it when I first started, like I tried when I tried a pescatarian vegan diet. Mm -hmm. Like I I did those for like six months, like half a year to a year, mm -hmm. and like at first I was like, oh my god, like I feel like you feel euphoric, like. If anybody's ever been like high off of CBD oil or like marijuana, it's like that. Oh my God, I'm so light type of feeling. Mm -hmm. But I noticed with those um, with those diets, not because I was doing it wrong or like I was eating too many things. Like vegan diets, you can also get unhealthy with because mm -hmm. a lot of things they replace a lot of sugar with, or they have mm -hmm. um, a lot of fillers. Like, yeah. But I just started to crash harder. Mm -hmm. It was easier to crash rather if if you don't keep it persistent and all yeah. that stuff so mm -hmm. but uh keto's been working i just wake up a little i wake up a little tired everybody does mm -hmm. but once you get that that first meal in mm -hmm. and that coffee and all that you know all yeah. that good stuff yo psh, aware i got you all right cool cool yeah, yeah um you had a question or you want me to continue if you got something go for it yeah yeah um basically in the news so. recently um I was kind of informed like a week ago on Shade Room that Chris ba uh, Chris Brown. <laughs> That's your news source, the Shade Room. The shade Room, man. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, sometimes like I'm not I'm not that one to really dig that hard into. I know a lot of other people are interested in it, mm -hmm. but I'm seeing, you know, we've. It's like a fad now. Anything that's bad or good becomes a fad. So I feel like you know if it, the Me Too movement has open a lot of eyes to things but also at the same angle you know you have people that are like okay i'm gonna play the opposite spectrum of this and try to get try to get a check i'm trying to i'm gonna try to sue this person and say that they rape me mm -hmm. sometimes and they're not always telling the truth hmm. some people are telling the truth they really lived a horrible situation and changed their lives and you know they have to deal with that yeah day to day but um they found out that this girl allegedly said Chris Brown raped her in mm, Paris. I did hear about that. And then after that, they found it was a false, false alarm. Mm. And now he's switching up and suing her. Mm -hmm. Defamation, I guess. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So now that Chris Brown had that history, um, would you say that, you know, if the, now that they see a false thing, does it really turn the tables for some people? Or are you thinking that... It, something like this is getting out of hand because i see other videographer and photographer friends of mine um speak on it and they're saying um one one i guess he's young maybe like a teenager kid he he asked the question um what should i do i'm a photographer i was actually feeling one of the models that i was shooting with mm -hmm. and the videographer said don't do anything like honestly just keep it where it's at if you can find a way to meet her outside of your work um do that but don't say anything because he says 
because he said the way everybody's coming at each other uh recently you're better off not doing anything and i want to see or get your insight on how you would approach the situation especially being in this business you know what i'm saying yeah um it's all vibes to be honest with you mm -hmm. um i'm the type that's always keeping things professional mm -hmm. um so i don't think i would ever i would definitely never cross that line you know what gotcha. I mean? if we're doing a shoot we're doing a shoot if i was single you know i'm definitely not you know pursuing mm. anything like that what if the person's like okay i booked from two to six and then it's off the clock and then that you see that person's kind of into you too mm. but quote unquote you're still on set yeah you know what I'm saying? i mean it's not even like the the location thing or just the the nature of the business i don't know it's just there's certain situations where and i always tell people that i like come in contact with is never put yourself in a position where you can give somebody a reason to lie on you exactly you know what i mean so with the chris brown situation unfortunately that's the situation he got himself in yeah um sometimes you can't help it as a celebrity of that magnitude that's another thing it's a celebrity yeah i feel like sometimes people are gonna get mad they couldn't get on the tour bus even if they were trying to do something right and then he's like nah don't let anybody on here and then mm -hmm. after that somebody you know mm -hmm. Well, that then that's the uh, the job of the authorities, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. to do their to do their investigations and you know make sure that he's good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And when I read the the report, it was just like, oh well, it's another. He has a target on his back. Yeah. You know, he's a good looking guy. You know, he's a celebrity, got a lot of money, so he's he's an easy target, I guess. Yeah. And um, it's easy to lie on somebody like that that already has that reputation. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So it's. And I've never been on that status, but it's it's up to him to kind of just like surround himself with people that he trusts yeah. that will vouch for him and to avoid situations where, you know, I guess there's a one on one thing and stuff. Like I think that, it's so. still I, th I think it also can still happen to the hometown hero. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, it can happen to anybody. Yeah, yeah. But, if you're mm -hmm. up and coming rapper, model, artist, uh, director, like mm -hmm. everybody's involved, like you cross paths with everybody in this mm -hmm. game. So, yeah. One thing I don't like is when people are quick to pick sides you know what i'm saying mm. like i saw it on twitter where it was like oh he's a good looking guy there's no reason why he needs to rape somebody i'm like he's still a human being yeah <laughs> you know i think drake or his mother more than capable gave him this advice where it's called the 72 hour rule mm -hmm. it's like don't act don't say anything for 72 hours when something comes up mm -hmm let it let the air clear see if people either forget about it or this or that and i feel like it's the same situation once whether it's the truth or a lie let it have that time to get out there and see what it really is because mm -hmm. i feel like some people jump too quick mm -hmm. and try to ride ride that popularity train you know what i'm saying a lot we live in a world where everybody's on the come up mm -hmm. because everybody wants that well everybody has an opinion now everybody has now an opinion you can put it out there on twitter and stuff well come that comes into my next question right mm -hmm. everybody's got opinion everybody's got everybody's sensitive that's 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 the word and mm -hmm. i wanted to know what do you think where you have everybody i'm talking i feel that everybody wants to be a superior power nowadays you have the democrats you have the republicans you have the LBGT community, you have the black community, you have the whites who a lot of people, you know, they've always been about it. We have the Latins. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying from a white person uh -huh. because 
you think about all the conquistadors, the conquerors <laughs> in history, it's like, okay. okay, we ain't new to this shit. Christopher you know Columbus's. Yeah, like, I'm saying that everybody, like white, su- you know, white supremacists, try mm-hmm. to continue that ideology in our world of like we are the superior race, even though we're mm-hmm. one race. Like I mentioned many times, mm-hmm. and I feel like that. That tension and the rec- everybody's trying to get this recognition, right? Everybody's trying to say, recognize us, respect us. And at the same time, everybody, it's always been like this in a sense where everybody's trying to get into a position of power where they are the superior. And I'm saying that I'm, I feel through media, through our technology, we are feeling and seeing it more than ever. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know again what's your perspective on this where do you think things are going in our country around the world because i think it's like um i'm I'm feeling this climax like where we're where we're going with a lot of things and i'm just like someone's gonna die (laughs) something crazy so like you know um it's brought a lot of questions to my head like what the hell does a president have to do to get a lot of office like what are the, the violations that the a president has to do to get the public to kick him out of that damn chair well it's one of those things if you keep like he's a guy about money right mm-hmm. we know that he's almost lived off of bankruptcy deals and stuff like that and he is a very um orange fellow <laughs> yeah but he's also very like uh you know he's stubborn in a position where he knows he's gonna get something done mm-hmm. and he's not gonna let go of it you know um i guess we can respect that in a sense but we can in the other in the other end it's like if you're determined this life you should be but like it seems like a lot of people are um just bumping heads mm-hmm. i'm you're seeing young adults that follow him and young adults that don't follow him mm-hmm. and not like really um he doesn't carry like values that i think in general that i carry as a human um the same thing with all the presidents like obama to me had swag but at the same time he never gave like a direct answer you know what i'm saying i feel like all the presidents had mm-hmm. like a a strength and they also had a weakness but i really don't mess with either side right now i'm just i never really did i've always just seen it from a perspective of like is is this person like making things better because everybody's on the same page of like yo we're trying to trying to make better moves as a as a whole as a community as the united states Mm -hmm. and i'm just saying that britain's going through brexit um france is going through the yellow jacket movement um already all these other countries you know, like Cuba's always been poor because of relationships, you know, between us. And like, it's just there's so many things going on in the world. And I'm just saying something's bound to happen. So I wanted to know. So you're asking me what do I think is going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No. I fear what the hell's going to happen. But um, the thing about that is that there's always extremists, right? Mm-hmm. There's always the far left and the far right. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why everybody can't just meet in the fucking middle. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking get it. It's like everybody wants to fight about something every single day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, before I jump to any conclusions, I always try to see both sides of the fence. Because mm-hmm. I'm always putting myself in a position where it's like, I don't want to choose sides. Let me see what both sides are talking about, and then mm-hmm. I'll make my decision. But nine times out of ten, I'm like, why can't we just meet in the middle? Because Haitians and Dominicans have <clears throat> been fighting for years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because of skin color. Yeah. And, and, and we and, all come from the same people. You know, <laughs> uh, 
a lot of the fr- old like old school French community, um, maybe sons and daughters that came from that old school community has always been like a problem between Algerians and French people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Africans get caught in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of like that. It's like there's not as much um, racial tension. It's not really the color of your skin. It's more like your heritage. Mm-hmm. And like it's kind of like it's more of a prejudice of how each side lives their lives. And they're like France is like we've been living our lives like this. We're known to be France, and now you're bringing all these traditions that, mm-hmm. you know, this is our territory, and that's what it's based off of. Mm-hmm. Like here, it's it's been like okay, Native Americans lost their voice in everything. They have like no land left, and now it's everybody else from everywhere else saying it's our country. <laughs> so it's like these homies have like you know, like no voice, and everybody else is like this is my home, and they're like um, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hello we've we been here you know what i'm saying so yeah so i, I really want to ask you like again like what's how do you like i know you feel i know you said you 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 feel like you're in fear of this or like like do you know where like it, it can affect us it can affect our business affect everyone yeah um like i don't know to be honest with you it would be like a shot in the dark type of thing gotcha i hope that everything works itself out mm-hmm. for the sake of everybody um what are we in year three of this yeah orange face fuck <laughs> um so we have one more year unless That's he it. completely fucks up and we get him out of there sooner than that but you know everybody like again i don't want anybody to get twisted i'm not like a donald trump supporter in this or that what was like because you know we're always saying let's find the unity in this <laughs> so as a diplomat Right. What would you say is one good thing about Donald Trump? I know that's like a crazy question, but is there anything good that you see in him or something, anything about his values that you're outside of the stupid stuff that he says? He's yeah. actually kind of funny. He's I don't funny. Know if he's purposely trying to be funny, but he's a he's, he's just funny. He's just you funny. feel like he's goofy or something. Yeah. OK. He's he's a that's he's interesting. A goofball. I feel like he was maybe good for TV, like ratings. Absolutely. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that's the thing. And I feel like that's what he uses to his advantage like Mm. people are like oh he's straightforward he knows what he wants blah 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 but it's like not listening to anybody else you know yeah yeah i think i think like it it, just his values alone it's 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 very um just it's Mm one-sided it's very and again it's like what they put out there right Mm -hmm. i don't know him personally i don't either like maybe behind closed doors he's actually a nice person who knows maybe he's just putting on a show for my dad said he met him he wasn't about it your dad wasn't about it or mm-hmm. trump wasn't about it my dad well i mean he's a cocky rich dude so yeah yeah the cocky rich dudes that i've met in my day uh yeah. are kind of the my same. dad gave me a, a a funny um funny little insider today i was mm-hmm. talking to him he's like Richelle, you know who i met back in the day wonder woman wonder woman yeah <laughs> like gal gadot or the old school one? old school oh i was gonna say i love gal gadot yeah <laughs> i was like that's interesting <laughs> He's like, she's a very nice woman compared to Trump. And I was like, really? <laughs> How did you guys get into that conversation, though? Well, he's always into politics. And okay. I think that's why I brought it up today. I was no, but like, Wonder Woman, though. No, he said, um, he said, you know, he's met a lot of celebrities over time. Uh, okay. Like, my dad, he's he's done documentaries with Jacques Cousteau hmm. and stuff like that. But uh, Jacques and Jacques. Jacques and Jacques. <laughs> he said he was one of the coolest guys, too. He said he's one of those. He's very intelligent, very calm. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he also did a documentary with Woody Allen. Mm. and i was i was i mean 
I went to the studio with him in New York when he used to work on stuff like that. He was like a cameraman, like kind of like what we do, but he was part of a team. Mm-hmm. And he did that stuff. But uh, is yeah. that what Adam Allen like accused of like banging his stepdaughter or yeah. some weird stuff like yeah. that? Uh, cats <laughs> out the bag. <laughs> you know, so. Um, but yeah, he said a Wonder Woman, and he said she was very. Um, she was nice. <laughs> she has a nice rack yes okay he says it was very just <laughs> very it made him wonder about his her womanness womanlyhood <laughs> so yeah yeah man so um do you have anything else on there um, so i figured maybe we could start doing the segment thing let's do a segment all right so we're gonna try this new thing on the podcast hopefully we can make this a segment on every episode but we want to talk call it ted talk tech talk ted talk a play off of ted no talk, copyright you know <laughs> don't sue us please so tech talk is a segment on the show that we want to talk about uh the gadget of the week yeah now we either may have it in our arsenal or we may not mm-hmm. uh but my friend over here will take the reins on this one and All we right. will be talking about what today today we are talking about the atomos ninja 5 or atomos ninja v it's uh roman numerals what is the ninja the ninja is um a beautiful piece of gear it's a monitor so if you guys are into any type of video recording professional not professional it's an easier way to one see your image instead of mm-hmm. seeing it on a little three inch screen on the back of your mon- um you know your dslr or whatever camera you use but um this one's like five inch screen it's the smallest one they came out with this mm-hmm. year um that's it, about the size of the iphone yeah plus yeah just a lot thicker yeah just a lot thicker it's about the same size of the screen mm-hmm. it can give you um a 1080 by 1920 resolution but it reads 4k right so you see all those details um through this monitor which is great it's not too heavy um atomos has other monitors for different professional types of cameras and the sizes that you guys may need um on the back here is for memory cards so with the um, the memory cards here in the back you can you know record externally it's a recorder as well mm-hmm. so you can record the audio straight from your camera to this and you get a higher grade of um you so, know video footage so to be clear it has its own hard drive right? no it's actually separate so like okay. it pulls you have to out buy that separate yeah you have to buy okay. it separate um this one kind of comes outside of the body but they have ones that make it a little more aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. we have that and they all take these uh, Sony mount batteries. Mm-hmm. They have a mic line and a headphone jack. Mm-hmm. And when you do turn it on, I don't know if you guys are going to hear or not. Uh, when it first starts up, it's kind of like, has a little fan. Mm-hmm. You guys hear that? So it's like a little TV. Yeah, it has like a little TV. It's really dope. And you guys can see what's in focus. It'll highlight it in red. Um, you can see if your shot is over or underexposed. It makes those things a lot easier to check. And usually it goes from an HDMI cord, which you plug into the side right here. And it goes straight into your camera, whatever input that has. And then you start seeing it on the screen. Um, I would show you guys that, but I think you guys get the idea. Yeah, man. Um, But again, this is so great if you shoot music videos, if you guys are working on documentaries, short films, 
and it's the first one uh, it's touch screen as well so you can get rid of all the little options on the screen so mm -hmm. you can just see the picture you can see if you guys use cinematic bars you can have a preview of what that looks like um if you guys are into video editing it can hold like LUTs mm -hmm. and like you know different colors that you would put on you can mm -hmm. either burn that into the image on here or just have your raw video and this is going to be the first one that records raw footage uh apple prores footage through hdmi mm -hmm. so that technology is not really out there yet but mm -hmm. if you guys know about photos like if you guys shoot raw it's got all the information in the photo so it's the same way if you can record externally to this um mm -hmm. memory card mm -hmm. you guys are going to have raw footage that means you guys can do even if you overexpose underexpose mm -hmm. when you get home and post you can change all those colors mm -hmm. to however you want to perfection yeah so i was gonna say that having the raw image because i had to explain this to a bunch of people is like having a raw image or raw footage mm -hmm. allows you um more wiggle room yes. to get the footage exactly where you want it or exactly. the photo yeah so you can uh it's easier to manipulate yeah and, so. and when you guys are checking out like um gear to buy like usually they have um rgb like the future is hlg and that just means that the dynamic range all the colors that you can mess with on the raw footage are higher so you'll get colors that are you know that you see in real life that you never were able to get through post you know editing yeah man so it's dope so what do we use that gadget for um we use the gadget basically when we're recording ourselves uh so we can see basically from the side of the camera what we're recording i'm using it when i have the ronin s the gimbal um, to make sure things are in focus and exactly sure you're capturing the right image and stuff if you guys ever shoot tether uh tethered through like you know photography so you're like shooting and then your image ends up on the laptop yeah. it's basically the same concept so when you're shooting video you're, you're not getting home and being like damn i was out of focus mm -hmm. or i was overexposed and now i can't work with my footage question mm -hmm. we haven't done this before but can you do that for photos Mm -hmm. so i know we've done it for a video yeah i've never if you hook this um if you hook this up to your camera and it's showing you what you're shooting mm -hmm. uh, i think if you guys ever tune into manny ortiz you see him doing this and basically manny ortiz um is taking very cool youtuber very cool youtuber great photographer great guy in general he seems like he has really positive vibes mm -hmm. um basically when you um connect it to your camera if you're in photo mode it's mm -hmm. going to record whatever's on the screen. Ah. Yeah, so okay. it, so it just whatever whatever's so going on on your screen that's there. How he does that's that. how he does I it. I was wondering that. Yeah, yeah. Cuz he posts videos with like the all the stuff that you see on the camera like exactly. the ISO, the, exactly. the aperture and stuff like that. So that's you might cool. be okay. interested for our audience to show him, you know. Interesting. Yeah, man. Maybe I'll just do a vlog about that. That might be dope. But I did see him the uh I think yesterday or the day before. He was uh maybe something somebody that's into like uh vlogging or wants to get started on the youtube thing mm -hmm. um i did see him hook that up to a camera so that he can kind of record himself yeah because uh, he was doing a vlog episode yeah. for his youtube page and he had i know some people buy the um i forget what the sony camera is the one with the flip screen they that's don't well the, they just came out with the a6400 what we used to call Lil Alpha. Mm -hmm. It's an Alpha Sears camera. They just came out with it and it actually flips up now because that's been a problem for a lot of people with Sony cameras that didn't have a flip screen like the GH5 by Panasonic. Mm -hmm. Nobody could really check themselves out. Yeah. So either you have to buy a whole nother 
monitor, which these can get expensive. Yeah, like the five inch monitor alone is like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, it's super bulky too. And yeah, and it starts going up. So <clears throat> Sony is listening to us, mm -hmm. and they're taking that into you know mind when they're building these cameras that vloggers want to see themselves. Right. So A sixty four hundred is the first one that just came out. It's the APC that flips all the way around. That so flips all the way around. Right. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, Sony never had that before. Really. Yeah. Because I had a couple people ask me that where it's like, what's the best camera to do like vlogging and stuff like yeah. that? And I love our cram cameras, but the only thing about it is that you can't see yourself. Exactly. So you kind of like have to do a couple test shots and then get up and sit up. And they say that the uh, they say that the A seven S three is going to have a flip screen Dope. a lot of crazy i that's what they're they're saying nothing is promised yet but right that could be super great so yeah man so i do love that thing uh mainly because sometimes when we record the episode it has a built-in hard drive so we don't like we mentioned in previous episodes we have to stop the camera every half yeah, yeah. uh every half an hour exactly. uh, because it only records every 30 minutes yeah. so we have to kind of cut in and out of footage but with that one it continuously records exactly which is awesome exactly so hopefully they fix that on the next camera but yeah. um a lot of cameras are going to have that like a little bit of its internal memory mm -hmm. so if you do forget uh like an sd card at home you'll still have the option that's to dope. record just a little bit that's dope yeah so um i wanted to i wanted to i guess keep on going with a tech talk yeah an app that i use that okay. might be helpful for other people um it's a good way to save money i think for people that are having a difficult time saving money mm -hmm. uh this has for like myself yeah, yeah um this has helped me quite a bit so it's uh called capital capital q u a no q a p i t a l mm. it's called capital now what capital does is you hook up capital Hold on, let me see if i can pull it up where are my finance things? So capital, let me see that. Hmm. So capital, what capital does is you can set a goal, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say you want to save money for a camera, okay? Right, just to keep on going with the tech stuff. Yeah, you'll set it as a goal. So you'll hit the plus sign, set it as a goal. I don't know if you guys can see this on the screen. So you'll set it as a goal. Mm -hmm over here they have like some templates so let's say do something go somewhere get something pay off debts mm -hmm. so let's say get something okay. click on get something now what this is what this does is that it allows you to pick certain rules mm. right so the first rule which i have applied to one of my goals is round up okay so now what round up does is every time you use a debit card that's attached to this account yeah it'll deposit the rounded up number so nice. let's say you buy something for a dollar fifty it'll deposit 50 cents wow into this account now another one is set and forget okay which is basically you set your account to deposit a certain amount of money mm. on a certain day you could play week. that game smart and actually round up mm -hmm. a lot yeah and that's what i've been doing it encourages me to use my debit card so i don't carry cash on me i mm. spend cash like this so um so it encourages you to use your debit card and it, i kind of use it as a game not mm -hmm. a game but something along those lines where it's like let's see how much money i can save this That's week dope. you know what i mean so the set and forget one is like the one i have set is it deposits 25 dollars every friday okay so every friday i deposit 25 dollars without thinking about it mm. so let me see there's another rule 
payday rule. I'm actually going to download this as we speak. So payday rule is uh, it'll save a certain percentage on each check. Every time you get paid, it'll Mm. deposit a certain amount. So this is good for like people, let's say that work um, as a contractor or something like that, where they have a 1099 Mm. uh, where um, you don't get taxes taken out. So this is good. So every time you get paid, you deposit a certain amount and you forget about it until tax season comes around. Okay. Uh, the roundup rule, guilty pleasure rule is, uh, it'll put a little in your savings whenever you buy the stuff you're not trying, you're trying to resist. Mm. So let's say you'll set it up to the point where you're like, you don't want to buy food. Mm -hmm. So every time you go a whole week without buying food, it'll deposit a certain amount as a reward. That's awesome. That was kind of weird, but, uh, like what's an example for the viewers that, um, what's like the most you profited in a week or something like what's something that you think you could really push uh i went a few months without what i call cashing out Mm -hmm. and right now i have like 200 bucks wow saved and that was from like two weeks not bad like two weeks yeah because i use my my debit card quite a bit and what i love about this is the rules that i have set Mm -hmm. you kind of set it and you don't have to worry about it Mm. you know what i mean where do do you think that your money used to go like uh otherwise like instead of having that 200 dollars, where you'd be like oh like uh coffees or something Mm -hmm. in the morning yeah but i mean i still get my coffees but the good thing about it is that once you buy something it'll deposit a little amount where you don't feel it you know what i mean so if you're buying a coffee for a dollar fifty now the coffee's two dollars you know what i mean but those 50 cents are going into your savings it's so funny how like uh money like it's like up or down because i notice even with the keto Mm-hmm. it's like i thought i was gonna save money by cooking at home but when you have to be on a specific regime and yeah, it could get expensive if you until you're on keto you don't realize how expensive raspberries are okay <laughs> raspberries Yo, are like berries? six dollars because you have to get organic and mm-hmm. all this other stuff i mean people should probably go organic mm-hmm. but like wow berries i noticed berries nuts and uh grapes yeah. are super expensive yeah i saw one guy he, he was talking about like it was like diamonds versus gold like you would think maybe diamonds are a little more expensive but he's like that's something that fluctuates up and down to how many you can get in all this versus mm-hmm. gold has more of a constant um rate and price so he's like at the end of the day you always want to go with gold and i'm thinking like that too i'm like damn if you're in the industry of selling berries nuts uh all these things that could be a little more expensive like yeah you're making profit. Yeah, man. So let's uh <laughs> plant some berries in the backyard. <laughs> I'm about it. So um so yeah, so capital, I'm a big user. I love capital. Um again, mainly because all Jay you just do, said he likes money. <laughs> all you gotta do is make sure you still got money in your account and that's it, man. And yeah. you know, you'll save some money for whatever it is that you want to do. That's and that could be fresh. good for anybody that's trying to get into what we're getting into, like you know, maybe set a goal for like a, these microphones that could get a little pricey or a camera yeah. or maybe that monitor that we just spoke about. So, 100%. Um, you know, right now I have the savings just for like, you know, emergency purposes, just in case I ever need some like cash for whatever reason. That's dope. Um, or if we have to take a trip somewhere or if we need some kind of, you know, money for whatever equipment that we need. So, Boom, um, so that's capital, man. Capital. Hopefully, capital, you know, sponsor us or something. You know what I mean? I'm a big Step believer. Your money game up. <laughs> big believer, big user. Love you guys. Yes. So, yeah. Speaking know. of sponsors, um, we ne- we definitely need some sponsors, man. Sponsors are everything. Yeah, man. We help each other. <laughs> <laughs> 
so yeah man so let's get into like the pop culture part of the show okay poppy's popping pop culture poppy's popping pop culture <laughs> so the reason i wanted to do the episode tomorrow rather than today was because i still have to watch the other movie of the uh, fire festival because yes. there's two of them there's one on netflix okay so I'll give people some background okay so when i got here we were talking about the fire festival um documentary that i saw on netflix that everybody's been talking about mm -hmm. so there's two of them there's one on netflix which is about an hour and a half maybe an hour and 37 minutes okay and then the one on hulu is about 35 minutes. oh wow there's one on hulu as well yeah so there's one about 35 minutes and everybody luckily, was trying to jump on that train yeah man but the only thing i don't like is it's only 35 minutes you know what i mean and they're telling the same story mm. but i haven't like i said i haven't finished the the hulu one so i can't really speak on that one yeah. i'm hoping that they'll tell like a different perspective of it but the one that i saw on netflix was so wild mm. and it's so crazy how somebody is so narcissistic to think that they can pull this off in such little time it's crazy to me this is america <clears throat> yeah basically so it's to give a brief summary without spoiling everything there's this guy named brian mcfarland i believe his name he was like this uh tech entrepreneur who's actually pretty successful with this uh credit card he called magnesium which I've is i've heard of magnesium so it's a credit card kind of like a black card yeah, yeah he called it the black card from millennials okay so basically you use this credit card kind of like a regular credit card but mm. then you get all these benefits okay that he promised so let's say Kind of like if you have like a chase card or something like that, periodically they'll do like a cashback type thing reward yeah, yeah, yeah. if you use it at a certain location or, Chili's or whatever. Right. Yeah. So his was more of like events okay. or sporting events or like music events, like concerts and stuff like that. But then in the in the documentary, it showed that a lot of people weren't getting these things gotcha. that he promised. Did Ja Rule approach him or he approached Ja Rule? They met each other. And again, I don't want to spoil it too much, but I think they met at an event where Brian was trying to book Ja Rule for a certain party or something that he was oh, throwing. Okay. So then he couldn't get in contact with Ja through all these people that he was trying to get in contact with. And then eventually he met him somewhere and then they became friends. And then, you know, he pitched them this idea for this app. So now the app that they were trying to do was called Fire, F-Y-R-E. And the mm. app would basically, what they called it, was like the Uber for booking acts. Mm. So on this app, they will show... Let's say you wanted to book Diplo or Major Laser for something. They'll be up An there. airplane comes in front of your house. <laughs> so it cuts out the middleman, like yeah, a, yeah. a booking agent, right? Yeah, yeah. So you wanted to uh, book Diplo for an event that you're doing, right? You go on this app, find him on there, see his prices, book him, boom, done. Genius idea, by right. the way. So this was supposed to be like a billion dollar idea. So wow. now he wanted to take it to the point where he wanted to do this festival to promote the app. the app and then it just spiraled out of control oh. where he was like trying to do this over the top festival investing all this money that he didn't even have and then he started scamming people to get more and more money but see that's where you go <laughs> wrong you have a mm -hmm. great idea and all this but i guess that's that's the capitalistic mindset mm -hmm. that sometimes people take it too far like you're too eager right like that could have been a great idea if executed correctly mm -hmm. right I don't even I don't even think he was eager. I think he was more egotistical than anything. Gotcha. I don't know what his end goal was cuz even you know what? I don't want to spoil it. Okay. You guys got to watch it. Cool. But it was really good to see the behind the scenes stuff. See, you and got again, him into it. I'm into yeah. it. I want to know more. <laughs> and then it, you know, and again I take everything with a grain of salt. It gotcha. was a great story. I was very invested in the story all the way through. Of course they use uh you know whatever facts that they use and you know documentary is documentary it's always either one side or the other you know what i mean so it's like 
the ex-employees gave their spiel like people in um where was it was it bermuda <sighs> i think so maybe no in the bahamas um, so it was in the bahamas if i'm not mistaken and um he hired like tons and uh, basically everybody in the island to work to f build this festival in like such a short window and you know he promised them money <laughs> somebody you know, has like uh what is it that slice of bread with cheese on it with that sloppy salad for like a, a promo <laughs> you know what's funny they built up this festival by using influencers right mm. so let's say bella hadid they okay. use Bella Hadid and like the top models, like the most beautiful yeah. girls that have the like, crazy followings. Those, those are big names. Yeah. And they would like pay them thousands of dollars to make this particular post uh -huh. on a particular day and bring awareness to the festival. Right. Wow. And it all crumbled by this person on Twitter posting the picture of the sandwich, the half-assed sandwich that they gave them to eat, you know? It's you know like, that picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it had the bread, the slice of cheese, and like lettuce and a slice of tomato. That's hardcore. So that's what was the downfall of that whole festival. I would just say because the truth navigates. Uh, but, you know, and that's like the moral of the story. You can never lie to the public because everything wow. comes to light, you know what I mean? So, and you know again this is like the fourth time i say it. i don't want to spoil it everybody go watch it it was super dope very informative and you know this guy is in jail right now <laughs> for being an asshole that was poppy's pop and pop culture man yeah man um so yeah that 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 was it uh i haven't been watching a lot of uh very interesting things um i did watch the titans tv show which is on the dc universe app mm which is like another streaming service, like all these damn streaming services that are, you know, trying to take your money. Like Netflix is jacking up their prices now, mm. which is going to make me jump ship soon. Uh, super annoying. And then Disney is starting their own thing where now they're pulling all the movie, all the Disney movies off of Netflix and putting it on this mm. particular app. And same thing with DC. DC I would have to, their own thing. if you guys, um, if I can give my two cents on, a, I would say Frenchie's choices. Uh, I would say on Netflix, I've been watching um, Slobby's World, I think. And it's basically this guy that looks like, uh, I don't know, he looks like a heavyweight me out of control. And he, he collects... It's a cartoon? No, it's it's basically he owns like uh, his own little, uh, I don't know, like uh, vintage pawn shop. Mm -hmm. And it's he collects all this stuff from the 80s and the 90s. Like I'm talking about like all the kicks like jordans and stuff like that he, he collects like fake gucci real gucci he's obsessed with like mcm louis vuitton and all this stuff and he basically has like a, a lot of people come to the store and he buys things and he, he trades things and you know he he's he's such an interesting and like cool character and like basically um he does like custom shoes so there's one guy he's like a comic-con um guy he does his own type of comic-con and he came in to buy Mario, Super Mario 3. And if you guys remember, Super Mario 3 was like a yellow box. And you had like the um, Japanese version of Mario, mm -hmm. which is the raccoon. And um, Wait, the Japanese version of Mario is a raccoon? Yeah, it was, it was called um, basically, uh, I forgot the Japanese term. I think it starts with a T. Uh, it's like a certain, it's the name for raccoon in Japanese. And basically, that's uh, what, you know, Mario was in that game. Isn't Mario Japanese? 
Well, Mario's an Italian plumber. It's, I mean, I no, I mean like the it was the creator. creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he gave him that <laughs> in Super Mario Three, like the colors were better and all that. But basically, to get to my point, the box was yellow, is very colorful, and this guy had a pair of Nike Cortezes on, but they were pure white. They were like fresh out the box. He's like, bro, what are you gonna do with those? Those are too clean. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yo, we can customize that shoe for you. Mm-hmm. So like they took his shoe, and like he he's an ex-graphic designer the guy who owns the store so he drew up the shoe he put colors and his homeboy puts it together so basically they took raccoon tails and they put it in the back of the shoe and they did all the colors and the nike check was green with the mountain uh-huh. like textures it was incredibly sick like if you guys watch the <laughs> so show was it, was it called again um i think it's called slobby's world slobby's world yeah I'll check it out and uh the other show i was watching was killer mike's um i was gonna ask you on that basically uh like yeah, I said, uh, Killer Mike's, um, I guess, little five-piece documentary series was really cool. Um, first one, he tries to live off of black businesses. And then he goes through all the trials and tribulations of that. Second one, he's he's saying that a lot of people don't have jobs in America. Mm-hmm. How could people learn more trades? Mm-hmm. That gets wild. Um, the third episode is he gets introduced to a gang of crips and he introduces the idea of why don't you guys sell your own soda so it's called cripacola you were telling me about that yeah yeah and then like that goes into a whole other thing he's a smart guy man yeah he created his own religion on the fifth episode (laughs) and the sixth episode he buys his own land and creates his own country so i think that's really dope if you guys have some time on a weekend or something just want to catch like back-to-back episodes everything mm-hmm. falls into the next one it's really yeah dope. man that's the next thing i'm gonna check out after i'm done with the uh hulu version of the fire yeah. festival maybe i could comment on that next time we meet up shout out to killer mike man you're you're a dope individual man you're yeah, you're man. testing a lot of people's thoughts out here he's super dope man yeah but um oh angry train has something to say nice and late (laughs) (laughs) so um do you have any more questions you want to cover um yeah basically i wanted to ask when it comes to jesus hold on extra loud late at night my god no basically i wanted to ask you ah things off the tracks and just going down the street now (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised if angry train just comes through the window and just crashes into my room one day and goes and we just get that footage of just like yeah that that, i know you guys are recording that was wild um basically on some fun shit um i know we were sharing a lot of stories last time (laughs) i wanted to get i wanted to get to the nitty-gritty what was one of the most embarrassing stories that you had like something really embarrassing that happened to you and you're just like damn why me why now (laughs) it's already gonna be good i know let's go let's get it rolling oh shit okay so (laughs) all right all right so i'm gonna get really personal on this let's do it you i've never told anybody this transparency at its finest only one person knows this knows this well me my mom and somebody else knows okay. the story so so <laughs> as a younger 20 year old person right yes um <laughs> you know where this is going i hope so i'm probably turning all kinds of shades of red and shit maybe <laughs> i'll blame it on the heat in here but um so 
as a younger 20 year old mm -hmm. you know i was a uh, you know mm -hmm. on the horny side you know what i'm saying all oh, this guy so your boy <laughs> ain't nothing changed <laughs> <laughs> so your boy was uh you know exploring his body oh, okay you know what i'm saying mm. so your boy was exploring his body quite a bit and um before i established my new technique i was doing it and uh this was poppy's popping cop pop culture <laughs> before poppy's popping pop culture yeah so your boy used to i don't even know where i heard you could do this but used to finish in a sock Ooh, yes stepping the game up easy cleanup right you know you just you throw said it easy peasy easy peasy clean it up throw it in the hamper <laughs> and uh you know it'll go through its cleaning process you know what i'm saying so you could wear the sock no later on you know so the that's not the embarrassing part the embarrassing part was that in a random conversation um i forget how we got into this conversation but something about laundry and all this stuff and of mm. course mothers always bring it up at the always. worst opportunities so my mom used to do my laundry yeah. now i do my own because i'm a grown man you know what i'm saying grown man status <laughs> so this is mind you this was a half a year ago this, <laughs> so this was one of the deciding factors actually yeah mind you i stopped doing that now the thing that was super embarrassing about it was my mom brought it up oh. and she was like your socks are very stiff oh my and I god i know what you're doing with <laughs> <laughs> you're like no mom they're norwegian socks made out of I northern know, sheep yo oil. i didn't know what the fuck to say i just ah. like like deer in headlights i'm like and i was pretty i was i think i was like in the middle of eating something i think i took my plate and just went into the Dude, next room because i was but like but that's like classic terrified. shit that they make like the apple pie movies from because mm -hmm. i remember like i had a similar situation but it was from like my younger brother mm -hmm. and my mom would be like She'd be like doing laundry and she's like, smell this sheet. Does it smell like semen? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm never, ever going there with you. I don't ever. like jizz in my hand and like smell it so I can tell it's you like, what uh, jizz smells like. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. That makes you think like, why does your mom know the smell of jizz now? Oh, they know. <laughs> they know. They'd be like scratching at the sheets. They're like, what is that? Is that mango juice? <laughs> What is that? Definitely not mango juice. You're like no, mom. <laughs> it's not mango juice. Yeah. So oh. yeah, that's that's the first thing that pops into my head. I can't. That's a good one. You know, that's that was super embarrassing. I could see your mom. It's always sex Did she say it in like English? No, like, definitely not. Oh, because I makes think that'd be more, extra funny. It, it makes it extra embarrassing in Spanish. You know. Damn. So it's probably like like poetic too. <laughs> and she said it with a big smile on her face like she was waiting for the right opportunity oh, to fucking just like uh, what the fuck you doing that's when that heat enters your face no the sweat comes legit, down legit legit and you're just like life is over yeah there's wow. there's nothing more embarrassing than your parents like mentioning something sex related to ladies you. i wonder if you have that like you know you see in some movies and the girl's like about to masturbate like she must be like super horny and then mm -hmm. like you know parent or dad walks in and everybody's oh, like it's your birthday oh, you know like you. movies like that thank god i haven't like had nah. any like that happen oh, i man. did have an experience once where i was like in the basement of my parents house right mm. and uh i was with a young lady i don't want to put her name out there but i was with a side note uh jay's uh basement carries this crazy sexual energy apparently because <laughs> everybody's oh getting my it. god no don't even remind me about <laughs> no, that no no no, i'm not so my dad he's talking <laughs> about my dad who like builds shit out of nothing he's like the macgyver yeah he's definitely macgyver so he's macgyver and built basically a swing in mm -hmm. the house 
and my mind automatically goes to the fucking sex swing yeah yeah it couldn't be anything it couldn't else. be anything else why is there a swing maybe it's for my nephew maybe it's not Mm-mm. that was not <laughs> child proof no definitely not nope so you know that's where my mind my mind went and it was just like oh, oh my god every time you saw that thing you always had to bring your dad's it. a character i remember one time i was just like eating a plate that your mom or your sister served me at the end of your uh i guess your dining bar mm-hmm. in your kitchen this guy swoops around me with a picture of him. He's fully naked. Oh god. But he has a teddy bear right in front of his junk. Every time I forget that. But then he story, had like a Rolex bring too. It up. I know. Can't go two or three months Dude, without that damn story. Fucking scarred up. the shit out of me. But like it was cool because it's like your dad's also scarred a swaggy. The shit out of you. He's a swaggy dude in my eyes. Like when you're at like outside of perspective, like your dad's a cr- crazy cool guy for his age. But at the same time, it's your dad, so it's kind of like, oh, this is like, like he was like Dominican Tarzan yeah and the funny thing is that every time he goes on vacation he like shapes everything oh wow yeah it was definitely like some type of thing i was like did you oil yourself in this picture he's like puppy you're kidding me i'm like no you're kidding me so um what was i gonna say i know there was another embarrassing story you were with this young lady oh, i yes. want to mention there was it wasn't embarrassing actually it was more embarrassing for the person that i was with because mm. um i was in the basement of my parents house anal prolapse yeah <laughs> no that's so gross so gross i saw one of those and it was not a pretty sight no. it was gross turn me off completely. <laughs> anyway that's another story but i was in the basement of my parents house and to lay out the pictures the basement first floor second floor yes two bedrooms on the second floor one bedroom on the first floor basement it's like a man cave mm. so i was with this young lady mm. in the basement and all of a sudden you hear steps coming down the stairs from the second floor a little creak yeah so i'm calm Mm. because i know it's coming from all the way upstairs but this person thought they were coming down the basement stairs Uh oh this girl freaks out jumps because it was on the futon so the futon's laid out right wow jumps off practically climbs under the futon and she goes oh my god oh my god oh my god stop it fix it fix it And you're just there fix like, and I'm yo, like, dude, relax. Can you fix it? Yo, relax. They're Damn. coming down from the, probably going to get a glass of water or something. Go straight upstairs. So that was more embarrassing for that person than Damn. me. So it's a sex story for you. That Thankfully, we that didn't end up where you. We weren't thumb wrestling. You, uh, or, you know. got your knob twisted off or something <laughs> like that. That would be horrible. I don't know if things finished after that. Hmm. Yeah, um, that that could definitely ruin the, the uh, whole vibe. I'm pretty sure we got back to it, but <laughs> Jay's like, I always yeah. get the job done. <laughs> always steal the deal. Always steal it. <laughs> no, that sounds super rapey. Yeah. So uh, one thing I wanted to uh, bring up, actually, mm-hmm. is another segment that I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have the tech talk. Yes. Right. Where we talk about technology, any kind of apps or any kind of devices that we can recommend to other people. Yes. We got Poppy's Pop and Pop Culture. Boom where we talk about movies or anything in pop culture uh, on that particular week. And another one that I wanted to bring up was the gallery. Now, the gallery is a segment that I want to bring up. And I want to talk on either artists that we know okay, or artists that we appreciate. Yes. Because that's a big um, similarity that we have. We do always have good taste in music, mm-hmm. very similar taste in music. And um, the only thing is that we can't, 
play any of their music yeah. on our damn podcast we, we got hit with the copyright we issue. got flagged two yeah. episodes ago with uh the black coffee song like we were just trying to promote you man within within music culture within artist culture within hip-hop culture <laughs> i think that uh we do have to show more love especially when the homies are still alive still around mm-hmm. and um even if you don't receive it back still be true to you um you know just show love you mm-hmm. don't give it just to receive it uh show it because you know um you're being honest about it it's, mm-hmm. it's something real you know like if mm-hmm. you enjoy something just say that you do you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's not that hard yeah so i want to dedicate that segment to either a song or an artist okay that you really enjoy at the moment okay again it could be somebody that we know um or somebody that's a little I'll name one that I do know and name one that I don't know. Um, the one that I don't know and I've been vibing out to for a minute now is Summer Walker. And the song, she has mad dope songs, but I kind of came on the first song, which was uh, CPR. And she has such a dope tone to her voice. The tonality is just like off the chain. She, What's the name of the song? Um, it's um, CPR. Like, you know, like like you would give somebody cpr and it's by summer walker we can't play it but we'll show it to you yeah super dope vibes um super dope female artist and like a lot of her lyrics and her content are like fresh takes or dope um concepts um Mm -hmm. lyrically it's something that you would feel or think but nobody said it yet right so definitely check her out so r&b r&b yeah yeah and then um an artist that i truly appreciate and i've had the honor to work with i would say is des high def um if you guys peeped his song that i produce it's called um ewr or nork shameless plug shameless plug um (laughs) no i like you know i be i was a fan before i had the opportunity to work with him as a producer and he's a young cat one um ladies he's a handsome young man um you know he's ewr that's ewr he's produced um, by this young man right here hey check out that (laughs) check it out um no but basically he's humble he's really humble um he he's very talented um he knows vision he knows aesthetic he knows style and i think um you know he it's he's just again he's humble mm-hmm. um he he's intelligent um you know what he he i've never met him before and we talked about this the other day mm-hmm. where um i feel like we, we since we're not in the same places all the time mm-hmm. you get to meet certain people i get to meet certain people and when you tell me a lot about a certain person yeah i feel like i know them already yeah. especially with social media yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? so you know we've had little conversations here and there via instagram but we've never met in person mm. but i can tell he has very dope energy coming from him very dope you know? energy um i see <clears throat> i see a lot of ourselves within his values and how he rolls um he you know he has no problem giving compliments um yeah. he said a lot of nice things about our work mm-hmm. and that's hard to come by these days especially in jersey for some reason nobody wants to show each other yeah love. yeah so when somebody shows love to you, you're just like, what's the catch? What do you want? Yeah. And the but- thing is, the thing is, like, he's, he's a lot younger. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's I think early 20s, early 20s. And, you know, we're around like 30. So mm-hmm. it's one of those situations where 
you're like, okay, there's still neos in this world that mm-hmm. are gonna do bigger things that they can't they can't even see yet. Yeah. And I feel like that about him. So um, anything he's trying to make happen, I'm always in his corner. And um, you know, before the song that got me really attached to his work was Falling Up. Falling Up is on a SoundCloud. You guys could check out the video, uh, Shameless Plug, for dope uh, director Ronald Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've been working together. They're like partners. They're like us. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking if you guys are welcome on this show, too, like it would be really great yeah. uh, to pick each other's brains and mm-hmm. just see what your guys' creative process is like. And uh, you guys are young, intelligent people just making moves just like us. And Jersey has so much talent. Yeah, always emphasize that. But um. Yeah. I think in future episodes, what we're trying to set up is uh, kind of like Skype interviews with other people. Yeah. Because we'd love to have them in our little studio, but there's not enough space for yeah, yeah. more than just us. You know what I'm saying? True. So what we want to do is we want to set up like a Skype session where we interview somebody um, that we find is super talented, creative, a mm. super talented, creative person. Um, and maybe this display them on this monitor over here and we'll ask them questions, kind of talk on the topics that we're talking in that particular episode, which I think would be super dope. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> until we could find a bigger space and actually have somebody in person. You definitely. know what I'm saying? So, um, and this is something different, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, before <laughs> so, we wrap up, did you mm-hmm. have uh, some honorable mentions? Yeah, man. Uh, this is someone I've been listening to the last two days since I was last here. And it was on from that fire playlist that you were playing. Oh, okay. I don't know what the heck was. That's going called on with the that. photo shoot playlist. Crazy playlist. But whenever been, we're at a photo shoot, we want to bring the vibes. So yeah. So you had this very dope song by uh, a gentleman named Brent Fires. Mm-hmm. He's that's, also part of Sonder. That's B R E N T. Yeah. F A I Y A Z, and the song is called Lovely. Mm. Dope art too. Yeah, man. So he is super dope, man. He has super dope vibes. Reminds me a lot of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Less depressing. Less depressing. Yeah. He has less, a very nineties vibe too. Yeah. So it's less depressing, less raunchy. Mm-hmm. And just this song is so dope, man. I've played it on loop for the last yeah. two days and it's so dope. Definitely raw vibes. Um, so Brent Fires, man. Check him out. And uh who's the other one? I've been listening a lot to this David Guetta song called Don't Leave Me Alone. Mm. And it's a particular remix that I would have to search. Cause I can't see like the whole damn song whenever I like pull it up on uh Google Play Music. Mm-hmm. It's kind of annoying. Let me see. So right there, YouTube's gonna be like, uh, "You've been pinned for a copyright <laughs> issue." Like, we'd even play two seconds of the song, please. I can like, I can, I can get by that, but sometimes it's just like super annoying trying it to is. get through copyright. And I understand as a creative and as an artist, we want to get credit for our songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can't be mad at that. Um, so yeah, the song is called "Don't Leave Me Alone." Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I can pull up the rest of the title, but I can't. Is it me or these microphones that sounded extra crispy today? They were extra crispy last time. Oh, man. Always crispy. They better be. It's fucking expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So, David Guetta, don't leave me alone. Don't leave me alone. Don't. Don't leave me alone. Yeah. Don't Don't. leave me alone. Um, Any hometown artists that you uh, feel honorable mention? 
Hold on, man. Let me finish. Don't leave me alone. Oh, you're looking. It's, it's produced by. I mean, it's featuring somebody. It is David. It's a David Guetta song. Okay. But it's remix. It's a EDX Indian Summer remix. EDX. The song itself is dope, but the remix I think is ten times doper. Gosh, gotcha, I got gotcha. a word. Yeah, doper. Yeah. In EDM, it's like you get to the fifth remix of a song. And you're like that becomes the single for the world. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like nuts. Yeah. So, um, personally any dope artists can i name a photographer yeah there, i mean that's that's an artist you know like. yeah man so i wanted to give a shout out to sam nice. little brother sam man so sam is a photographer that we work with and you met him through a mutual friend right yeah yeah i met him um, through um k-state winning he's k-state winning is um a young producer that also honorable mention that worked on our project uh, second nature so he hooked me up with the homie sam yeah man. so sam um i met him at a wedding that we worked mm -hmm. mind you i was really pissed off at him i was like ready to cut him off <laughs> the back first story. day i don't know if i i think i told him that i don't know but yeah, if yeah. not now he knows i got confused because i was like <laughs> sam is a night i i like i bigged up sam to mm -hmm. like jay like i was like uh -huh. yo he's a good-hearted kid he looks yeah. like he works hard all this stuff Blase, blase, blah. Come the wedding day. <laughs> he was super late. Um, uh, granted, he had, he's like a night owl like us. So yeah, he yeah. kind of just forgot to set his alarm or forgot to charge his phone or whatever. So he was frantically. It was his first I, wedding. So you say he was a little nervous. But. Yeah. So, and I get it. Mm. <laughs> At that point, I was like, fuck this kid. Thank God it we'll wasn't his him. wedding. Uh huh. <laughs> he's like, yo, imagine. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, we built a cool relationship because we both, um, he did the photography. I did the video of one part of the wedding or whatever. So mm -hmm. we got to know each other quite a bit. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we we're bouncing ideas off of each other. But the reason I want to shout him out is because he is a photographer, right? Mm -hmm. Still on the young side. He's only 25. Yeah. Um, he's young. And um, when you go on his personal page, all you see is his fucking car. <laughs> damn honda civic the blue one just giving up to the damn dominican stereotype sam come <laughs> on man so that's all you see on his personal page i'm like what the hell this guy's gonna shoot a wedding with us he's all he does is take pictures of his car so <clears throat> again the reason i want to give him a shout out is because recently he's been working with a bunch of models and stuff like that and dude yeah. stepped up his portrait game like yeah, crazy yeah. man and fun fact about sam <clears throat> uh, that he shared with me is that he's actually colorblind oh so i, I didn't feel know that yeah yeah he's actually colorblind and when he edits in lightroom or photoshop i think that's what gives him that little desaturated uh effect mm -hmm. to his photos <laughs> and i i think personally it's incredibly dope mm -hmm. and i think that's what makes his um his vision mm -hmm. and the way he captures way more interesting yeah i do notice that because some of the pictures have like this very warm but slightly hazy and i don't know he has his own thing man that's yeah, what yeah. i like about it i think he found his 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 spot man because he used to tell me that he um wasn't very comfortable with shooting people yeah yeah so then he looked dude in the last two three months kid yeah. has stepped up his game so he stepped up his gear his lens everything yeah, man so he he's another creative that i feel is super dope right up our alley he's yeah, a humble kid and um the other day he hit us up because he was pissed off with a client and he he reached out to me which i found super um you know humbling and yeah. very you know um very dope about because he you know respects my my uh, opinion so Definitely. um uh, I'll give uh, his uh, Instagram a shout out because he's get trying to get to 2,000 followers. He's at 1730 right now. Okay. So uh, his uh, Instagram, I'll put it 
right here yeah and also for the artists that i mentioned we'll we'll definitely add them right i'll definitely put it in there so um round of applause to you guys just keep on going keep on so it is obscured underscore visual so we'll put it right here so you guys can follow him and try to get him to 2,000 followers so if you're into photography into looking at pretty girls (laughs) and just dope uh photos uh give him a follow give him a shout out tell him that we sent you so um yeah, so that's the gallery. Hoping that we can do that uh, every episode, uh, so we could be a little more organized. Exactly. So um, that's just about it, right? Just about it. Yeah, um, man. So this was an impromptu um, episode, real life. We did a, a good job on this one, I think. So yeah. before we go, uh, as usual, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, go on Apple Music, pod- yeah. a- Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us a rating, leave us a review. Mm-hmm. It'll get us seen by more, uh, heard by more people. Uh, word of mouth is the best kind of advertisement. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll appreciate it if you guys do that. So, definitely. You know, yeah. At the end guys. of the day, uh, power's in your hands. And with that mm-hmm. said, let's roll the intro into the outro. Bam. <laughs> Can you hear it?